Dead Man's Party by Oingo Boingo from Spotify, playing on the Everywhere group. Oh, yeah. Here we go. A little uh, little Oingo Boingo on a Halloween Monday. <laughs> oh, yeah. Here we go. A little. And I got a plan on all my Alexas. So no matter where I go, here it is. Crank it up a little. Fucking love this song. Back to school, right? I mean, it's it's like a good Halloween song. I don't. I mean, I do associate it with Halloween at this point because I listen to it a lot on Halloween. But honestly, for years and years, I associate it with Rodney Dangerfield. Back to school, you know, the party. Oingo Boingo's just there playing this tune. Rodney Dangerfield, he's in the. He's in the he's in the hot tub. Hey, what's a bath? I can't do Rodney Dangerfield anymore. I used to be able to. Hey, what's a bath without bubbles? Hey, bubbles, get in here! I can't do it anymore. I used to be able to do a pretty. What the fuck? That's the problem. My voice is not the same as it used to be. Oh, I tell you, there we go. Hey, what's a bath without bubbles? Hey, Bubbles, ah, fuck. I can't do it anymore. No respect. Ah, forget it. Body and soul at the door. <laughs> All right, fucking, it's Monday, October 31st. And I'm pacing around, and now I hear Dead Man's Party everywhere, and this poor cat's got his paw over his he's literally lying on the chair with his with his paw over his head and his ears uh, anyway i don't really have anything to say now that i think about it i i can't concentrate with this oingo boingo so let's just enjoy it Yeah. <laughs> to my door. Says there's room for maybe just one more. All right, fuck it. Anyway, I'm excited. We get the trick or treating happening tonight. Uh, Oh, this poor cat. He's, his eyes are just wide open. He's still... He looks like he's paralyzed from the neck down. Just lying there so silently. Oh, yes, I know. You're about to bite me. I, I get it, Toby. I get it. We go through this every time. Uh, anyway. It's Halloween. Have I mentioned that? I feel like I've mentioned that now like 57 times. Uh... Uh, I had to, well, I had to cut there just for a second. All right, but we're back, we're back. Oh, uh, yeah, so it is Halloween. There's the 58th time I've mentioned that. Uh, what an unbelievable, de- the weather this week. Oh my God, the weather yesterday, like mid-60s. Uh, it's mostly sunny right now. There's still a lot of color. The sun's coming through the trees. It's hitting the leaves. In a week from now, I think 
pretty much all of these leaves will be on the ground. Uh, I mean, they just mowed this place Friday, and it's almost covered already. <sighs> yeah, it's it's. I don't know. It's what is it now? It's like it's sixty degrees already. It's not even. It's eleven thirty, and it's sixty degrees. So I am very confident in uh, how things are going to feel and look when we get out there for the uh, for tricks or treats. Uh, six o'clock this evening. It's a it's a six to eight. It's always six to eight. We'll go to the same neighborhood that we always go to. Uh, yeah, I've got two Ghostbusters. What the fuck is this? What do you? Why does this watch? Why do I even wear this watch? I do this every time. Get the fuck out of here, you stupid goddamn thing. Yeah, so we, we uh, yeah, six to eight is the uh, the trick or treating time. The kids are both Ghostbusters. Uh, I had uh, <laughs> I had mentioned a few weeks ago, like, oh hey, cool, hey, I found a, an adult sized Ghostbusters costume. Can I join you? I might have already talked about this, but the oldest was like, mm, well, well, and I'm like, I okay, all right, and. Uh, you know, I was like, well, I could be slime. There's a Slimer costume. It's just this thing you put on your head, and it's just Slimer. All right, all right. And they said, well, maybe you could be Stay Puffed Marshmallow Man. And I said, no, that ain't happening. <laughs> uh, not because, of, I mean, that would be funny, but, like, walking around in that costume during trick-or-treating, are you kidding me? That's not going to be fun. <laughs> so, no. Sorry. I can't do Stay Puffed. Um, and also, I didn't really love the, the costumes that they had available. Kind of, you know, dopey. Either it's a big opening where your head sticks out, which is certainly easier, or it's the, it's the mask and there's just, you know, it's the head, and there's just the little eye holes. And I said, yeah, that will suck. Walking around those streets for trick-or-treating. No fucking way. Uh, so my my costume will... Uh, I don't, I don't want to spoil anything in case... Uh, I, I'll let you know. I'll let you know. I do have a costume. It's ready to go. Uh, and uh, I'll probably... About ten seconds after we get started on the trick-or-treating, I'll say, God damn it, why did I wear... Why did I wear a costume... It's been a few years since I've put a costume on for Halloween. I don't even remember the last time. I didn't do it last year. The year before, I don't think so. I don't even know. Maybe I did. There was some year that I was I was like, a, you know, I wanted to be Simon Belmont. And I just, you know, I just look like a idiot. Um, but the makeup, the wife does the good makeup. So I had a cool, like, chalky white face. I was like a... I ended up not really being Simon Belmont. It was just like... You know, like a lot of costumes, you're just like, I don't know, I'm just fucking whatever. It's just some fucking vampire guy with a whip. <laughs> the, Indiana, the Indiana Jones whip and the... More like a... like Almost like a knight's costume or something, but... I don't know. I thought it was cool. Uh, that was the last costume I had. That might have been, like... 2018 I think it was I mean that's I, that might be 
I don't even know. I really don't know. There was one year where I had a Bob's Burgers costume. That was easy. Uh, it was just an apron, really. Uh, and a spatula, I guess. And I don't, I don't remember. Oh, there was a year that I had, uh, I had my, uh, I had that, uh, what do you call those, turtleneck shirts? I, I, like a mustard turtleneck and a sport coat and uh, a boat captain's, you know, like the yacht captain's hat. And um, I was like uh, like that guy. I was like a zombie uh, yacht guy or something. I don't know. That's what I hate. Like, oh, what's your costume? I, I don't fucking know, dude. It's just like I'm just like this thing. I don't know how the fuck I explain all right, I, I, I'm 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 ready for this goddamn contract to be over. I can't stand these fucking fuckers anymore. How are we supposed to test throughout the day when these people have day jobs to do? What am I supposed to do? Hey, can you do, uh, fuck fucking goons? <sighs> Three more weeks. Three more weeks. Oh, I can't wait. I can't wait. I just, it's just like, I don't know. It's just knucklehead shit. I mean, it's going to be more knucklehead shit because everywhere is knucklehead shit. But like, what the fuck? You want us, you want us to test what you're describing is sounds just like regular production though. You want us to just spend a whole day testing. That is logistically impossible. You jackass. don't want to be i don't want to be goddamn stressed out on halloween i shouldn't have even uh, i should have i should have just kept the computer off and done nothing just napped we just gotta have them keep I, I i can't look at this i can't look at this why is it every time i fucking try to like just do a little podcast during lunch everybody seems to know that and so they ping me with annoying shit you fucking test throughout the day, dumbass. We tested. How many fucking more? T- we did We did an hour of testing last week. We did a bunch of testing the week before. We did early morning testing because these people have like shit they have to do. Customer facing shit that they can't fucking do all day. And now you're saying we're going to test all fucking day? No fucking wonder I'm on all this fucking medication. I have to put up with you fucking morons. <clears throat> anyway... Halloween is upon us. It's October 31st. And I think, I think I'm going to have to just finish this podcast probably on November 1st, quite frankly. I fucking got to go. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I don't, you're, you're not going to hear this on October 31st. If you're hearing this, it's, it's after Halloween because I got to go fucking take care of shit. That shouldn't even be. All right, all right. Uh, we'll be back in just like two seconds, but it'll probably be more like 24 hours. But to you, it'll be two seconds. God damn. Okay. <sighs> I guess it was, it was a second or two. Like I said, <laughs> when I turned this off yesterday, fully expecting to come back and finish this podcast before going out for tricks or treats. 
But I didn't because there's just always, you know, some fucking goddamn fucking thing that has to fucking get in the fucking way of every fucking thing. <sighs> two and a half, two, week, two weeks, three weeks, two weeks from Friday. I guess that's two and a half weeks, let's just say. Plus, you got Veterans Day. That's a day off. Got to go downtown. Hey, that'll be nice. Veterans Day. I'm, I'm, I'm actually, you know, I'm not much uh, for a parade. Even if it's a good parade, I'm just, you know, the Macy's parade. The only parade that I really do want to see at least once in person, and we thought about doing it this year, is the Macy's parade. Because uh, I'm, uh, yeah, I just thought that that'd be kind of fun. And a couple of weeks ago, I did look at hotels, and there were some reasonably, reasonably priced hotels that are right on the parade route or very, very close like in the sense that, okay, I could just walk out the front door and we could see the parade without having to fight tons of crowds and shit like that. And, you know, we would get there, you know, Tuesday night and park the car and just not have to worry about that and enjoy the parade. And then, frankly, the plan was like, yeah, either we come back early Friday morning, uh, which is actually Friday morning is a shockingly – as long as it's early enough, Friday morning is a shockingly – a good traffic day. You think everybody's going to get up early to do the Black Friday? Well, yeah, but they're up. They're either, if the people are going shopping on Black Friday, that means they're either going shopping uh, at, you know, four in the morning or some ridiculous thing like that to get to the to stupid stores, uh, or, or they're not going at all, or they're, you know, some kind of insane person that's going to go later in the day. So, and actually late in the day on Black Friday, oftentimes, I'm speaking from my experience in retail, uh, you know, after, after like 11, 12 o'clock on Friday, after lunch on Black Friday, it's not so bad. Um, anyways, I don't think that's going to happen this year, though. The Macy's Parade, I, you know, I just, I need... I need some I need some days where there's nothing happening. And Thanksgiving is a really good day to be doing absolutely nothing. Uh so we'll see. But anyway, uh next Friday is Veterans Day and we get to go to the Veterans Day parade because my youngest is now in 6th grade, which means that she's in the in the 6th grade band, which means she'll be marching with her fellow 6th grade bandmates uh playing the flute in the veterans day parade next friday that's exciting uh the wife and kids are excited because they'll get to have uh, a couple days off i mean i'll have friday off next week for veterans day that's nice and they will have tuesday and friday off because tuesday's election day oh i'm going to aew on the 9th cool aew on november 9th Got something. I keep forgetting there's shit going on possibly this weekend. I don't even know. Uh, my contract ends on the 18th. Going to meet William Shatner on the 19th. And then the following Saturday is Survivor Series at TD Garden. And I'm on. I'm in like the fifth row or fourth row on the floor or something like that. That's the great thing. When you go to a, an event by yourself, you know, usually it's it's me and the kids. Or it's the four of us. And so the more tickets I have to buy, obviously the lower the price ticket I am aiming to get. 
when I go by myself. <laughs> I'll take all that money I would have spent on three or four tickets and just put it towards my ticket. So I've been pretty good seats. And I'm looking forward to it because Bray Wyatt is back. Uh, they keep bringing, you know, they keep bringing some, some guys back. I can't wait to see. Uh, I hope there's a tag team elimination match involving the Usos and Roman Reigns and Sami Zayn and Solo Sikoa, I think is his name. Uh, cause that would be a good, that would be a fun, uh, there's, there's five guys right there to take on, I don't know, whoever. Whoever the hell they have to take on. I, I'm I'm so behind on wrestling. I spent the whole summer catching up on Monday Night Raw. And now I'm like a month behind. And I haven't watched a SmackDown since like June. So I'm way behind on that. And I catch clips of Sami Zayn's uh, great work on the mic here and there. But I, I want to see the whole thing. I want to I see it all play out. I just I hate not having time for anything. But yeah, so that'll be fun. There's some fun... Fun stuff coming up uh, December 2nd. I think we're going to go see Joe Para do some stand-up in Boston on his tour. That should be neat. We got Donnie Benet tickets for March 4th. I'm, I'm happy about that. The wife and I are going to go see Donnie Benet at the uh, Sinclair. He was there last March, and I was very bummed that I missed him. And now we'll go and see him this coming March, which will be fun. Uh Except right around March 4th when I say, oh, shit, we got to go do stuff. And I, go, I, always, I always love it until the day comes where I have to go and do the thing that you plan. It's like, oh, fuck. I just want to sleep. Anyway, it's November 1st. The first 10 minutes of this podcast did, in fact, take place on October 31st as I was getting uh, psyched up for Halloween. Now it's the day after Halloween, and I have the Halloween hangover, uh, which is I kind of do feel hungover. Even though I didn't have any booze, it's just the hangover from like, you know, all that walking, which is good. Get your steps in. It was a beautiful night, by the way. I, I It's crazy how many Halloweens. I mean, I think of the childhood Halloweens where there's really almost no point of wearing a Halloween costume because you had to put your winter coat on over it and your gloves and your hat because it was so goddamn cold. Uh, by the time October 31st rolled around in upstate New York. Uh, and now, you know, the, the climate change thing is is real, uh, despite what dumb people have to say about it. Uh, it is, it's, a, it's definitely a real thing. And, uh, you know, we're, we're all supposed to be upset about it, but when you have a 65-degree night on October 31st in New Hampshire... And you're walking around and your kids are complaining because they're too hot. Uh, and I just kind of laugh. I'm like, listen, pal, you don't know. You, you, you barely have any concept of what a cold Halloween is like. <laughs> and my kids, the first Halloween, uh, my, my oldest, I was going to say 12-year-old, soon to be 13-year-old. But no, my 13-year-old, who is a 13-year-old as of this past Saturday, um, when uh, when they came home from the hospital, born on October 29th, that was a Thursday, and uh, we were released from the hospital on Saturday, October 31st, Halloween, and they put the little Halloween babies in a little cute, unbelievably adorable little Halloween onesie, 
uh, type thing when we left the hospital all those years ago. 2009. That's crazy. Um, that's a different lifetime, man. <laughs> that's not even there's there's very little about 2009 and 2022 uh, for me personally in, in my life in any way that's recognizable. There's there's so little similarity. Look at Marla Gibbs on this idiot. Uh, what's her name? The flat earth lady, Sherry Shepard. I don't know. Okay, but anyway, but Marla Gibbs, she's a fucking, she's on Instagram. I follow her on Instagram. She's, and she's out here doing the talk show thing. She's going to like, you know, we've spent all this fucking time with Betty White, Betty White, Betty White. And you got Marla Gibbs. Look at her. Oh my God. How lovely. She's a uh, standing ovation. Good. That's fantastic. Oh my gosh. I, I think I have to pause this. I have to listen to Marla Gibbs. Hold on. To know that you are just, you have your imprint on our minds and our hearts. How does that make you feel? Wonderful. Yes. If they didn't watch, I wouldn't. Nobody would know my name. And we and we know all of your episodes and everything you said and hand on your hip and just oh my goodness. Oh, quiet, Sherry. Let her talk. You look so beautiful. I have not seen you. Yes. Okay, we ain't gonna never get the interview done. Y'all gonna clap on everything. Well, but they just love you so much. But I haven't seen you, Marla, since your Hollywood Walk of Fame star ceremony. When you All right. I guess, obviously, Sherry Shepard is just interviewing herself. She's yelling at the audience. Hey, Sherry, why don't you shut up? When you got it and you got the star, right. we, everybody came out. It was like, I remember Kim Whitley. I guess Sherry Shepard is just going to talk through this whole fucking thing. All right. Okay. Thank you, Sherry Shepard, for fucking talking all day. And then yelling at the audience for clapping. I, I fucking hate Sherry Shepard. This is the same dumbass who used to be on The View. Am I right? Am I right? Like Sherry Shepard from The View from like years ago. It's talking about like, how do we know the earth is round? It it's, could be flat. That seems logical. Just a dope. And she hasn't shut up. I'm, I have it on mute. Her gums are flapping. And Marla Gibbs has another standing ovation. And Marla Gibbs hasn't said anything. Look at this. It's another standing ovation. Okay, we got it wrong. Yeah. You, I'm 30. Oh, you 30. How great is Marla Gibbs, though, honestly? We focus way too much of our time on Betty White. Nothing against Betty White. I love Betty White. But you got Marla Gibbs here the whole time. And guess who didn't die last year? Marla Gibbs. Marla Gibbs, pretty old, too. She's like uh, 90-something, I do believe. Right? Marla Gibbs. Marla Gibbs. <sighs> it, 1931. Okay, so she's 91. Yeah, all right. So she's not quite, I'm telling you, she's, she's going to be 
Unlike Betty White, I think Marla Gibbs, she's going to get, I mean, she, she, she looks great. She's going to be 100. She'll live to be 100. Anyway, enough about Marla Gibbs. What a doll. Uh, oh, 227. The, the shows, the Jeffersons, 227. I, two, two, I loved watching 227. I fucking love that show. Cause there ain't no place like, ain't no place like home. I mean, no place, child. I thought it's such a great show. Okay, so, yeah. So I started this podcast on October 31st when it was Halloween, and then I just too much going on. So now it's November 1st, and we're just continuing the same podcast. Uh, I was going to tell you about the weekend. Oh, yeah, that's what I was talking about. Halloween stuff. Yeah. Uh, just going back, like these kids know nothing of cold Halloweens. I only know cold Halloweens from my childhood. And I tar- my wife uh, continued trick-or-treating through middle school, high school, and even, I think, early college uh, was still trick-or-treating. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> I stopped trick-or-treating in fifth, I think fifth grade was the last time I went trick-or-treating. And I don't, uh, you know, it's like, I, I mentioned that last night to our group, and they're like, oh, it sucks to be you. I'm like, no, I didn't. I was kind of, like, done with it. Like, you know, listen, I'm fully in support of anybody of any age, all ages, shapes, sizes, whatever. I don't care. Go trick-or-treating. Marla Gibbs, 91 years old. You want to go trick-or-treat? I'll give Marla Gibbs all the candy she wants. Uh, I don't care. It's fucking Halloween. You're supposed to go to the store. Buy a bunch of candy and just give it to the kids and anybody else. Just fucking give it away. Uh, anyways, I stopped going trick or treating when I was in fifth grade. I don't. I don't regret it. I don't. You know. I was. I really did. I kind of had enough, and I didn't. I. I. I you know what? I, I tell you what. Every time I do dress, I think it's going to be fun, and I'm going to dress up, and I don't do it every year. And then the years that I do put a costume on. I just kind of, and then I go out and I'm like, I, I don't like this. I hate this. <laughs> I, don't, I don't, I don't know. Am I just, maybe I'm just picking costumes that suck. Maybe, I don't know what it is. But I was very excited about my costume last night. But I think, I think that might have been, uh, that might have been a one-way street. I don't know. There wasn't there wasn't too much feedback on my so I went as Jackie Daytona. Yeah, I know that's a that's like a two year old reference to what we do in the shadows, but uh, I thought it would be when I was shot down by my kids when I said, "Hey, I'll get a Ghostbuster suit," and they said, "No, you won't." <laughs> and at first, I was very hurt by it and very sad and very depressed. But then I thought about it, like, okay. I'm 13, and all of a sudden, my parents come to me and say, hey, good news. We got the exact same costume as you, and we're going to go out trick-or-treating with you. I had to think of it that way, and I said, oh, yeah, okay. I get it. And if my parents were kids and their parents said, hey, we're going to be the same costume as you and go trick-or-treating, they would say, "Uh uh-huh, no. So, yeah, I get it. So I, 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 you know put the kibosh on the on the uh, Ghostbuster costume idea for myself. And that's okay. Because I'm, you know, 
Frankly, I was surprised that my kids wanted to be Ghostbusters. The costumes were great. They looked great. Uh, my 13-year-old was a little bummed uh, because the, the 11-year-old went off with, uh, they f- found her friends from the neighborhood and split off and went with them for the rest of the night. And then I said, and then I said to my kid, I said, you know, if only you had somebody else who was willing to wear a Ghostbuster costume, then you could have a fellow Ghostbuster with you right now. If only, if only there were someone else in our family who wanted to buy a Ghostbuster costume. Because a 13 year old kept saying, I feel stupid now. I had a, I had my Ghostbuster partner. And the whole point was that we were both going to be Ghostbusters, and now she's off with her friend. I said, well, yeah, but you're you're always with your friends on Halloween. Like, we go trick-or-treating with the same group, and uh, and those are, like, your close friends. And not that it's not the 11-year-old's close friends, but it's not her 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 BFFs. So, um, so she went off with her friends, and the 13-year-old stayed with us and, and, uh, and the friends and everything. And uh, it was still still very nice, but yeah, I was. I guess I was a little. I was surprised that they were. They both wanted to be Ghostbusters. It's not that they're not fans of Ghostbusters. They are. It's just usually, usually my youngest is more like a, a dog or a cat sort of animal themed costume. So I was very surprised that she wanted to do it, and my thirteen year old is usually some kind of like blood-stained psycho killer murderer or some kind of hideous ghoul, you know, typically, something like that. Uh, or or the last two years was the Shrek DeLorean, which is the Mandalorian with a, <laughs> with a Shrek mask and a cigar and a Tommy gun. <laughs> All fun accessories for parents to hold <laughs> for the 99.9% of the trick-or-treating time. Uh <laughs> Anyways, yeah, but the but uh, thirteen years ago, on Halloween uh, morning, we got released from the hospital with our newborn baby, who was in a little Halloween onesie, which was super cute. Uh, and that was the only Halloween that uh, we didn't take uh, the thirteen-year-old trick or treating. Is the following year we lived in Florida, but we came up to New York. And I wouldn't say it was trick-or-treating exactly. We walked to a couple of houses in my uh, in-law's neighborhood and then went to my grandma's house and handed out, helped her hand out candy. And then the next day flew back to Florida. Uh, and then 2011 was the first real trick-or-treating that I did with my would-have-been two-year-old at the time. My mom, I had just dropped my mom off at the Palm Beach airport and was headed home and I stopped off our, I got off our exit and we had a Toys R Us just down the road. So I went to the Toys R Us, Babies R Us, whatever the hell, I guess it was just a Babies R Us. I don't fucking even remember, but uh, they had like three costumes left on the rack and they had a little cute little chimpanzee. And I said, I think this would actually fit my kid. And so I bought it and I went home and it fit perfectly. So the the child got to really dress up in their first real costume and really be aware of Halloween. And it was great because trick-or-treating in Florida, you know, the Halloween stuff in Florida, Christmas decorations, you know, they have fucking Thanksgiving decorations. I mean, 
anything that could have a decoration, people in Florida have it because you're, there's no cold snow. It's easy to put lights out. There's no ice. You don't have to put gloves on. And by this time, you know, this time of year, during the, the, the winter holidays, the colder weather holidays, the Halloween, Thanksgiving, Christmas, um, even Easter, which you'd be decorating, I guess, probably in March maybe for that, uh, it's, it's nice. It's not only not snowy and icy and cold, but it's not super-duper Florida hot. So they go crazy with decorations. And the neighborhood uh, that I was in, was a big hot spot for trick or treat. I mean, there were cars lined up at the at the gatehouse to get you know to get past the gate attendant to get into the neighborhood to go trick or treating, and uh, so it really, I mean, probably more than any other Halloween, with the exception of like the Beacon Hill Halloweens that we've done. Uh, this really was like felt like you know like a Hollywood kind of Halloween the way it looks in the movies, just. Lights, decorations, the whole thing everywhere. Tons and tons and tons of kids all over the place. And uh yeah. It was it was a really it was a fun time. We you know, we hit a few houses and uh, got some candy and that was nice. 2012 we lived in North Carolina. Also not a not a cold or not a too hot, not a too cold kind of thing. The oldest had the chimpanzee suit again, and the youngest had this sweet, cute pumpkin thing on. Uh, 2013, that's when I decided to dress up for the first time. I had this stupid gladiator sort of uh, Roman whatever costume that I had worn in like 2005, 2006, 2007, 2000, I don't even know, a bunch of times. And uh said, yeah, I'll put, I'll put that costume back on. And... Uh, the oldest was Tigger. The youngest was Winnie the Pooh. We had a nice trick-or-treating. 2014, I dressed up again. I was a French maid. I have the makeup and the lipstick and everything. A uh, lot, of, lot of fun. Nobody had a problem with that. This year they would, you know, because people have gotten stupider. They would look at me and, you know, I don't know, call me a groomer or something like that. And, um, but in 2014... Life was a little simpler, so you could you could go out as a French maid, and everybody was, all the neighbors and stuff, they were really into it and laughing and having a lot of fun. There was only one guy, you know, your classic kind of like dude who answered the door, and he's just wearing like a, you know, a cardigan sweater and a nice beige pair of slacks, and he's got a cigar in one hand and a scotch in the other, and he's like, what, what in the hell are you supposed to be? Like you fuck off, dude. That's what I'm supposed to be. I, you know, it's not my problem that you are not comfortable with your own sexuality, and you have found yourself rather attracted to a French maid, a chubby French maid with a beard. I can't help that. That's your problem. Everybody else is cool with it, and they really were. Everybody, everybody dug the costume, and my kids were Batman and Robin that year. 2015, that was our first year uh, in New England. So we went. To, it was a Saturday night, so we went to Beacon Hill. I said, "Where's the Where's the good trick or treating?" I'm not going to Salem because fuck that. So we went to Beacon Hill because they start trick or treating at like four o'clock in Beacon Hill. It's like four to eight or something like that, or maybe even nine. I don't know. It's just it's great, and it's all you know, 
cobblestone streets, big old houses, big old money, big new chocolate bars. <laughs> and uh yeah, really good. My my the wife made a, a homemade robot costume for the oldest child and even had lights. It's still it's still probably my favorite costume of any of the costumes. It was just so good. Uh, and then the youngest was Batgirl that year, 2016. Uh, the oldest was Captain Phasma. And the youngest was uh, like Rebecca Rabbit, I think, from Peppa Pig. Something like that. 2017, the youngest was a witch. And the oldest was Slenderman, <laughs> which is the creepiest costume ever. It was great. 2018... See, this is where I get fuzzy and I can't remember because there there were a few costume changes here and there. 2018, I think, was like a... I don't even know. I, I, see, I forget. I forget stuff. Um, but anyways, yeah, there have been some, some great... Uh, let me see here. I'll just look up October 31st through the years and then I can tell you exactly what kind of shit. Yeah, there's the robot one... Beacon Hill, I'm looking at the pictures, and, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, Captain Phasma and the Bunny Rabbit in 2016, and then 2017 would be, yeah, the Cute Little Witch and the Slender Man, Slenderman, whatever you call it, uh, then we go ahead to 2018, yeah, and it was, uh, the kids' best friends, uh, the but their buddies were Harry Potter characters, and my youngest. That was probably one of my favorite costumes. She was a crazy cat lady, and just had a bathrobe, kitty cat slippers, and little plush cats all sort of velcroed to the outfit. And the oldest was like uh, the Grim Reaper and some really creepy mask with purple eyes, a skeleton kind of thing. Yeah, that's so cute. Two thousand nineteen was, uh, I don't even know. Oh, yeah, okay. See, 2019, we had a couple different ones because we went, 2019 was, again, <laughs> another one of those. So, like, Florida obviously had warm Halloweens. We only did, we only had one trick-or-treating event in Florida. We had two, three North Carolina Halloweens that were all warm. And even uh, 2014, there was a thunderstorm after trick-or-treating was over, which was kind of cool. And then what? Saturday in 2015 was a Saturday, I think. And that was, yeah, that was warm. 2016 was kind of chilly, but not too bad. 2017 was kind of chilly, but not too bad. 2018, yeah, I mean, but not like that cold. Not cold, though. Just chilly. 2019, we went back to Beacon Hill again because our town postponed trick-or-treating until Saturday. So November 2nd, we went. So we had two two trick-or-treating events that year. So we went to Beacon Hill on Thursday on Halloween night. And it was like 70 degrees. <laughs> and it was breezy. And it was like, tro it was tropical. I had the AC on that whole day. I remember blasting the air conditioner. It was so humid. And uh, and then two nights later, you know, the front had gone through and we went trick-or-treating that Saturday night and it was absolutely frigid. 
<laughs> it was horrible. It was freezing. But that was, I think, the kid. Uh, my old, my youngest was a like, was a kangaroo, and my oldest was uh, like a grim reaper ghoul type thing on Saturday. But then on the uh, on the 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 the, 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 the or on Thursday, and then on Saturday was uh, had like uh, jeans and a blood stained shirt. And uh, and a, not one of those knives with the blood in it from Spirit Halloween. So they had a couple costumes, a couple costumes that week, that year I should say. And then twenty twenty was uh, the youngest was the Mandalorian, and the oldest was the Shrek Delorean, <laughs> as I've mentioned. And then twenty twenty one again, the oldest was the Shrek Delorean. Uh, whoops. Yeah, the oldest was the Shrek DeLorean and the youngest was a, a Dalmatian. And it was 60-something degrees last year. And 20, 2020 is the only real uh, wi- real Halloween that I can recall since we moved here where it was truly uh, cold and wintry uh, because there was snow on the ground. Which I attribute to <laughs> 2020 was what happened. March 2020. The whole planet shut down. Nobody's leaving their house for like a year. <laughs> and so nobody's driving around. Even the Halloween. I mean, we did go trick-or-treating. And we were fine. Because um, I was not even COVID for all the things that we did during COVID. As far as like staying home and all that stuff. Uh, we still were not going to skip Halloween. Um, uh, so we went out and, and, and it had snowed and I, I still say that was the only Halloween that felt like my childhood Halloween's from the eighties and nineties because, uh, that was, that was the Halloween after six months, seven months of no cars, fewer buses, trains, airplanes, all that stuff uh riding around. So I think that the uh I think that all the emissions <laughs> for the automobiles and such uh were were down considerably and so I think as a result we just had like a regular it went in the opposite direction. We didn't have like a instead of the warmer than usual, uh we just had the colder than usual. But anyway, uh so that was the one year that it was not only not hot or humid, but there was a whole bunch of snow on the ground. I remember going for it was a Saturday. That's the other thing too. Was that uh yeah, that Halloween was on a Saturday night. And I said I am not like we just had a leap year. So the year before, we had Halloween on a Thursday. But our postponed trick-or-treating for a Saturday. 2020 actually has Halloween falling on a Saturday. And they said, I'm not, we're not missing Halloween on a Saturday. Because in 2021, it's going to be on a Sunday, which is the shittiest. I know Monday is not ideal for Halloween. Same with Tuesday. But, man, I'll tell you. I'll tell you what. Uh, I think Sunday is the worst day for Halloween. Because it's like, okay, you got a day off, you want to just relax, and then you have to get up and go out and trick-or-treat, and then come home, and then it's work the next day. At least if it's a Monday, it's like, all right, well, I'm already at work, I'm working, and then I'm going to be done, and then we'll just go trick-or-treating, and then it's Tuesday, whatever. But uh, when it's on a Sunday, it's like, yuck.
yeah, so we had a good time last night. Uh, so this year the kids were Ghostbusters, and I was uh, I was Laszlo. From what we do in the shadows, more more specifically, I was Jackie Daytona, and uh, yeah, it was good fun because uh, I had. <laughs> Uh, I guess shame on me because I had uh, I had made sure to watch that episode a few times because I wanted to have the lines down, and uh, I wanted to have some of the some of the funny lines down, you know, where he says like, "This is how we talk in Tucson, Arizona," <laughs> uh, you know, all that stuff. I moved to Pennsylvania because it sounds like Transylvania, and we all know that sounds cool. Regular human bartender. <laughs> one, uh, <laughs> one human alcohol beer, please. Sure thing, good chap. One human alcohol beer coming up. Anyway, uh, so I had I had a lot of the lines ready. I thought oh, this would be fun. It'd be funny, and uh, yeah, no, not not so not so much. Nobody, I don't know. Sometimes people don't find me to be adorable, and that drives me crazy. <laughs> as I was saying, as I was saying to my wife, we finished trick or treating. We were sitting at the uh, at the drive through at McDonald's, yay! Um, which ugh, I just there's there's nothing worse than finishing a nice Halloween night and then going to get shitty fucking McDonald's. But you know who loves McDonald's? The kids love it. Uh... <laughs> And of course, I'm a fat fuck. So even though I don't like it, you wouldn't know because I got up there and I'm like, um, "I'll have a quarter pounder with cheese and a McRib, please." And then I instantly regret. I get home and I'm like, "Yeah, this this might be the last of the McRib, you know, until the next time they bring back the McRib from retirement." And then I get home and I scrape all the disgusting onions off the McRib and I take the first bite of the McRib and I say, "Oh, that's so good." And I take the second bite, and I'm like, nah, it's pretty good. And then I take the third bite, and I'm like, yeah, I I see why I don't have this very often. And then I take the fourth bite, and I'm like, <laughs> like send, send this vile thing back to the depths of hell from whence ye came. Uh, but the quarter pounder with cheese was good. By the way, we pulled up to McDonald's because, I, you know, we, we left, and I'm like, Oh my god, who is this? is this is this Faye Dunaway that I'm looking at? Holy jeez, or is it Michael Jackson? Oh. Oh, these fucking people. They I mean whatever, whatever. If plastic surgery makes you happy, go get fucking plastic surgery. I don't know. Uh <laughs> We pulled in a McD- we left and like, "Oh, what are we going to do for dinner?" And I'm like, I, I don't know. Don't the kids have like uh, you know, fifty pounds of candy isn't that dinner? That was when I was a kid. <laughs> go home and have a few pieces of candy and then go to bed. I'm like, what are we gonna do for dinner? I'm like, I, I, and I said, and I real, I was like, hey, how about we we could just order a pizza? And that got shot down. And I'm like, oh fuck, whatever. Let's just go get stupid McDonald's, even though I'm gonna piss myself right now. So we were sitting, and of course, everybody else uh, goes at the same time to get McDonald's because trick or treating ends at eight, and everybody goes right to McDonald's. 
I went to the less crowded McDonald's and still had quite the long wait. Um, and they were also, so I get up there and I was like, okay, uh, cheeseburger bundle, please. Cause I get you two cheeseburgers, uh, two medium fries, 20 piece McNuggets. It's like, great. Uh, the wife and the youngest split the McNuggets. My oldest will have a cheeseburger. I'll have a cheeseburger. Everybody's pretty happy with the, with the cheeseburger bundle. So I ordered that and he's like, oh, I'm sorry. We don't have any. And he, it's, it sounded like he said tenders. We don't have any tenders. And I'm like, okay, what the fuck does that mean? Chicken tenders. I'm like, I'm not looking for chicken tenders. I'm looking for fucking McNuggets. He's like, so we don't have any, he's like, we don't have any tenders is what it sounded like he was saying. I'm like, what is he talking about? And he's like, he's like, so we don't have cheeseburgers. We don't have Big Macs. Uh, we have the McRib and we have French fries and we have the filet fish and, uh, and chicken McNuggets. And I'm like, oh, so you're saying you don't have, you don't have burgers. He's like, yeah, except we do have the quarter pounder. And I'm just sitting there I'm like, what is he fucking, what do you, what is, what are tenders? Is that like a inside McDonald's lingo for like certain burgers? I, I don't, I don't get it. So I said, okay. I said, well, then I'll have a quarter. I said, give me three quarter pounders with cheese, a large fry, a McRib, a 20 piece McNuggets. I don't know what else, whatever the hell else. Oh, and my wife got a filet fish She had never had a filet fish And I said, I haven't either, but I could probably save you the trouble of finding out that it's the most disgusting thing on the planet because I can't imagine that there's anything more vile than fish from McDonald's. <laughs> uh, and yes, it turns out it's absolutely disgusting. Uh, according, I take my wife's word for it. I, you wouldn't couldn't pay me to eat a fillet of fish anyways uh so yeah so we got our mcdonald's fine great i had a few bites of the mcrib and then immediately just hated myself like all that like i got home and i weighed myself because we were weighing our bags of candy so i stepped on the scale and then took the candy on the scale and i had i weighed less at eight o'clock last night or nine o'clock last night than I had, uh, all, you know, all day, including the morning when I first got up and weighed myself. And I said, wow, I should really take advantage of this and just maybe have like a light, uh, little something and, uh, and then go to bed. So instead I had a half of a McRib, a quarter pounder with cheese, some French fries, uh, <laughs> I, I had some of my uh, my thirteen year old's birthday apple pie. Yeah, it was it was bad, and I'm regretting it. Oh, what fucking time is it, anyways? I'm fully regretting it today. Oh, Jesus Christ! Okay, I gotta go soon. Um, but yeah, it was a, it was a fun time. The kids got lots of candy as always. It's a good good neighborhood for trick or treating. It was warm. It was a Monday night, so. Uh, a few more uh, darkened uh, front porches than than normal, you know. Some some entire streets that just seem pitch black uh, of what is generally a pretty a pretty festive neighborhood, and it still was. It's just not like it was in the previous years, you know, where a lot of the houses would do, uh, you know, a whole 
a whole setup in the garage, the haunted house and the cemeteries and all that stuff. And which I, I totally get that. That's a fuck ton of work for, you know, fucking ungrateful little trick or treaters. <laughs> no, it's, it, it's, it's too bad, but I get it. Um, so yeah, so it was a good, good fun time. Uh, but yeah, uh, you know, I put on my Jackie Daytona costume and I'm very excited. Like, oh, this is this is finally a, finally a good costume. Cuz I hadn't I hadn't dressed up in quite some time. I I think I mentioned I want to say it was maybe 2018 was the last time I dressed up, I'm pretty sure. And I was like a, you know, supposed to be a Simon Belmont type guy. Maybe it was 2019, I don't know. Uh and then in 2017, I had the Bob's Burgers thing, which was a pretty easy costume. And I think that was kind of it. I don't think I've done too many costumes that I can recall. So every once in a while, I say, yeah, I'll dress up. It'll be fun. So I did, the, I did my Matt Berry, uh, you know, Laszlo, Jackie Daytona, whatever you want to call it. So I had, and I had, you know, I purchased stuff on Amazon. I got like a nice sort of a Victorian steampunkish kind of vest and one of those weird like Western bow ties with the two things hanging down underneath it and a white shirt. I've already kind of got the beard, not a full like Matt Berry beard, but it's a beard. And uh, I got a, <laughs> the closest thing I could find to his hair. And I, I mean, I have pretty long hair, but it's very sort of wavy and curly and, uh, doesn't quite look like Matt Berry, so I bought a wig. Uh, I what I think is supposed to be a Professor Snape wig, but really just looks more like a Karen wig, quite frankly. Um, but whatever, I wore that. Uh, I had a, a a ladies cowboy hat that I got online that, that looked like. So I've got the and of course uh, you know blue jeans and uh, and a toothpick because you can't you're not Jackie Daytona until you have the toothpick in your mouth. And, uh, yeah, we were heading out the door and the 13 year old said that, I, oh, and I had the wife put on sort of, you know, the white, uh, white face paint to look a little more vampirish, uh, vampire-y. So, uh, we're headed out the door and the oldest says, you, you look like Michael Jackson. I think because of the pasty white face and the black hair, which really, uh, yeah. The black hair was uh, very much like early 90s Michael Jackson looking hair. Um, and I said, oh, okay. <laughs> cool. That's cool. All right. Uh, and then we got to uh, the meeting spot where we always meet our friends, the school parking lot, before we head off into the neighborhood to do tricks and treats. And... Uh, yeah, and one of my <laughs> one of my kids' friends was like, "Who are you supposed to be? Like Michael Jackson?" And I'm like, "What the fuck?" And I was like, "You fucking piece of shit!" And everybody's laughing. I'm like, "Did did Cam tell you to say that?" No, no. I'm like, "Oh, great, cool." And then uh, the parents, who we also go trick or treating with. Uh, came over and I sort of turned around and I did I did a couple lines from the show. I was like, <laughs> whatever the you, you better hit the bricks before I put this boot up your ass. 
I, I sounded better than that. You bet I hit the brick. I can't do it. Anyway. And I did the point, you know, point into the shoe. And they both, everybody just stared at me. Like, what? And these these guys are fans of the show. So I thought, like, yeah. Okay. And 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 my buddy, you know, he he and I have had multiple text exchanges about Jackie Daytona and all this stuff. They're like, yeah, he's, you know. Got got the lines committed here. I got the you know I'm committing to this character, and I did you know I did the one line, and everybody just kind of stared at me. And I looked at him like I'm like really I'm like nothing, and he's like yeah it's been a long day. I'm like oh oh okay. Uh, I'm like it's Jackie Daytona. He's like oh yeah 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 okay okay. I'm like uh all right. <laughs> uh, and and the. And our uh, kid's friend's mother, who's our friend, uh, had actually had a costume on. And we joked because it almost, yeah, could almost have passed for like a Nadia costume, which was kind of funny. Uh, it was like a pirate type thing. It was a really good costume. So, yeah, a couple times throughout the night I did a, you know, just randomly, uh, I you know, I did a, a, yeah, I said, this is how we talk in Tucson, Arizona, and no, nothing, not even like a, not even like a courtesy laugh or anything. Like I was completely ignored. <laughs> so I said, "Okay, all right, all right." I'll. T-. And then the wig was getting too hot. I'm like, I can't. I'm just gonna carry the stupid wig for the rest of the night. And this is why I don't dress up in a goddamn costume. And uh, and then. I, I waited and I was like, "All right, I'll I'll come back again. I'll, I'll I can recover from this." And so uh, we were at the end of the driveway, and my wife and our two friends uh, were there. And I did uh, <laughs> what the hell did I say? I said, "Don't make me stick this toy where the sun don't shine." And then I did like the karate stance that Jackie Daytona does in the show, and I just looked up. And I probably had like a stupid smile on my face, like, huh? It's funny, right? And I just looked up and all three of them were just staring at me. Like just complete silence, not even like a smirk, just staring at me. And I said, oh, well, it's a good thing I'm an energy vampire because I'm really feeding off of all this uh, really horrific awkwardness and embarrassment that I've uh, brought upon myself having uh, just fully miscalculated uh, everything, which is a pretty common occurrence in my life. So that was it. That was... <laughs> and then I dropped the toothpick later. I was I didn't mean to drop... I had the fucking toothpick in my mouth the whole night. I was, I was trying to be in character. And then I dropped the damn toothpick. Uh, I mean, it was toward the end. It was 8 o'clock anyways, but the toothpick fell. I'm like, eh, whatever. And I carried the wig and then... And then as soon as we got to the car, I just threw everything, the wig, I took the vest off, very uncomfortable vest, but, you know, it was just a little little too tight for for this fat fuck. But I took the vest off and the, and the tie and everything and threw it all in the car. And, and at this point, I'm just exhausted. And I'm just hung because I hadn't eaten anything all day. I think I had a granola bar at maybe 11 o'clock and a protein shake. And that was it. So... I'm a, I mean, now I'm just like, <laughs> and you know, it's funny too, because the kids get to the end and they're like, you know, they're all sitting on the ground and they're like, oh, is it, oh, can we go home soon? I'm like, it's, 
it's five minutes to eight. We're going to hit two more houses and then we're going to walk back to the car and we'll be done. And they're like, oh, my legs, my legs. And I'm like, I'm, I'm like, do you see how much weight my little legs have to carry? And I'm still hanging in. What the fuck? Get up. Get up, you lazy ass. <laughs> um, like, this is your candy. We're not, we're going right to eight o'clock. So, uh, I, you know, so, so, I, so we left and I'm just kind of, I wasn't in a bad mood, but I was just kind of like, eh, <laughs> I'm just hungry. I need food. So we went and got our McDonald's and came home and watched some, I don't know, Hocus Pocus and Bob's Burgers, Halloween stuff. And I watched a little bit of Garfield because I haven't had a chance. I haven't watched any of the Halloween type, you know, specials this year. I, I, I mean, Great Pumpkin is not something. I don't go out of my way to watch any Charlie Brown. I like Charlie Brown Thanksgiving. That's really the only one that I like. And the Christmas, they're all boring. They're so boring. It's like there's a couple funny things. And then there's like three hours of fucking Snoopy is that stupid Red Baron. Like nobody gives a shit about the Red Baron. Like Snoopy could be really funny. And then they just have him doing the goddamn Red Baron. As soon as the as soon as I see the sky start to fade as he's walking towards that stupid doghouse of his, I'm like, oh god, here we go with the fucking Red Baron. And uh, yeah, so I don't I don't I don't kill myself to watch Charlie Brown, but uh, you know it, it's a tradition. But I still didn't watch it anyways. Uh, all right, I do have to go. Fuck, fucking fuck. Anyway, but it was a good t- it was a good time. I I, I kind of said I said I think I'm I'm I think this might be it for me. I, I try the costume every like few years, and it's just a fucking it's just a you know not that it's not that I'm putting a costume on to be like oh wow everybody look at it, look at his costume, but like I don't know. I just you know just fucking just give me a fake laugh if I'm doing this. Just give me a little fake laugh if I I just I'm like what I'm like I fucking. I courtesy laugh every stupid, unfunny thing that everybody does everywhere because I want them to feel good. And and maybe that's a, that's the problem is if they're not being funny, they should know it. But I can't uh, I can't I can't do that because I know how good it feels to get a legitimate laugh, and I'm very good at giving a fake laugh, and, uh, and I just want the same courtesy extended back to me. You don't, you, you know, it can be fake. But, oh, that was, yeah, that was like a, a top five, like, unforgettable, awkward moment when I did the, I did the Jackie Daytona and just crickets, and everybody's just staring at me. Like, oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> And even my wife, and I said, A2, Brutus. A2, Brute. Brute? Brutus? What's this? OJ. OJ seen driving in a Bentley. Okay. That's news on TMZ? OJ's got money, I think. Is that new information? I thought we... I I don't know. Look, you got to have a nice car, a luxurious car, a comfortable car. Given the amount of time that this O.J. Simpson fellow is on the road driving up and down 
east and west, all across the country to try and find. It's almost 30 years later, and he still, we still haven't found Nicole's killer. And I say let OJ be as comfortable as he needs to be to put in all that uh, legwork, if you will, to try and, you know, he's going to every golf course on the West Coast, every golf, golf course in California, in Nevada. And he's trying to find that killer because, I, you know, 1994 is a long time ago. And and we still haven't found the, the Nicole uh, and Mark Goldman's killer. He's on the loose, but so is the juice. And if he needs to be comfortable in a Bentley... To get to, <laughs> to get to the bottom of this caper, uh, then so be it. Oh man, what, what, what were we talking about? Oh yeah, awkward, huh? So anyway, I was a fucking Jackie Daytona for the first, last, and only time, and uh, now I've got. Uh, if anybody needs a, a jet black Karen wig and a white dress, well, I guess I'll keep the white dress shirt. I hope I don't need it ever. Um, I kind of have gotten away from the solid color, you know, Brooks Brothers type uh, dress shirt uh, deals over the years. But, yeah, I guess I'll keep that. Uh, Anyway, in a a, a ladies cowboy hat. If you need any of these things, I should just try and return them to Amazon. Uh, But you know what I, I thought about it last night? I can't believe that I have never gone trick, uh, never dressed up as a, a pro wrestler for Halloween. I'm kind of surprised at myself for that. Because last night, you know, I mean, really, for the last like almost, I don't know, 30 years, I've wanted to be Shawn Michaels or Bret Hart. Or Randy Savage. <laughs> or Razor Ramon. Or Big Daddy Cool Diesel. Or Stone Cold. Or The Rock. Laying the Smackdown. Or Owen Hart. Uh, and I've never I've never dressed as a wrestler. I guess, I mean, it's it's not like super easy to come by. Like just a wrestler. I mean, Stone Cold Steve Austin. I guess if I got like a, a bald cap. Uh, and just shave the beard to where it was just a goatee. And, uh, I mean, you could really just, you know, get a pair of jorts and a, <laughs> and a, and a vest. <laughs> I'd be in pretty good shape. Hell, not even a vest. I could just get a stone-cold T-shirt, and I'd be in pretty good shape. But uh, nobody, it's still, I don't know. I don't know. And I thought... Macho Man Randy Savage would be a lot of fun because that is like, that's a costume. Every time he came out in front of the cameras, he was in a costume. And it was a new, this is the thing about Randy Savage, it was a new costume every time. You know, this guy, you look at a lot of these guys and they, you know, they put some modifications and maybe it's a different color pair of trunks or different style of boots or here and there but it's more or less the same outfit and macho man has an entirely different tights shirt jacket hat glasses the whole thing every single time 
And obviously, yeah, he's not sitting back there sewing the stuff together. But, like, it's still – it's a lot of effort to have to – you know, he's given his input into it. And, and I thought I – as I was sitting in and waiting for my McRib at the McDonald's drive-thru last night, I said that would be maybe – maybe the one last costume, a Macho Man Randy Savage costume. And we had talked about, the you know, the four of us, you know, going as maybe characters from The Office or doing – Threat level midnight. Uh, obviously, I would love if the four of us went as like the Seinfeld characters. That's never going to happen. I get it. And it's not, you know, how much of a costume is that really? Um, <laughs> so <laughs> I don't know. There's just, yeah, maybe Macho Man Randy Savage. I might start might start looking into that now because that would be fun. Because I love to do the voice. Yeah. I'm going to get the candy. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but I don't know. It And that's why I don't do the dressing up thing every year because I I dress up and not even – I don't even care about like the feedback or the reactions or anything like that. I dress up and then I kind of – I'm kind of in the costume and then we get to like – you know, where it's time for trick-or-treating, and I'm just like, ugh. I honestly wish I, like, last night I would have been very happy just wearing a pair of shorts and a and a T-shirt or something, a hoodie, and just, you know, sneakers, and just being kind of comfortable walking around. I would have been, I would have been pretty happy with that. Yeah, that's the thing. I'm like, all right, now I'm in a costume. What's the fucking point? Like, it's stupid. <laughs> Uh, I don't know. I'm just a grump. That's this is this is why I stopped trick or treating in fifth fifth grade. It's like okay, what am I what am I gonna wear next year? What am I gonna dress up as? I just didn't care anymore. So, whatever. I don't know. I'm just tired today. Now I have to pee. I really have to pee. Isn't that exciting? Um, I was going to say something. Oh, yeah. You know, <laughs> I was thinking back to uh, the first year that I didn't go trick-or-treating. And I re- <laughs> I recall being invited to go, uh, you know, because when you get to sixth grade, it's not so much trick-or-treating anymore as it is uh, – you know, going out with like whatever shaving cream and eggs and toilet paper and all the bullshit, and uh, and and you know, doing that sort of crap, which I have no interest. I, I really had no interest in doing it then. I was just kind of like, yeah, that's doesn't sound fun. Because um, then, then it's like, well, well, then what am I doing? I'm just walking around with supplies. Like if I'm gonna, I I, I didn't see the point because I thought, well, if we're gonna walk around a neighborhood all night. And throwing like toilet paper and eggs and stuff, like, how about instead of that, I just get candy? So it was kind of like, you know what? I'm just, I'm just done with the whole thing. Oh, please. TMZ has a vote. Kanye West, hardcore anti Semite, 55% say it's his mental illness talking. Shut the fuck up. It's not his mental illness. Can we please? 
get over this mental illness stuff. Sometimes, sometimes people are just pieces of shit. Kanye West. But then the poll question, Kanye will come back 66% say, nope, he's a cooked goose. I, I, I'd like to think so. I hope his career is finally over. Um, you know, and this is the thing when people are like, oh, cancel culture. No, yeah. Canceling pieces of shit. Oh, 72% on Giselle's side. Boy, I don't, I don't agree with that at all. I'm not on Tom's side, but I'm not on, I don't know. Let everyone back on Twitter. Sure. People can separate truth from lies or ban hate and threatening tweets. Oh God. All right, 73% ban hate and threatening tweets. That's good. It's not safe to run for office anymore. For sure, Pelosi attack is proof or, come on, it was an isolated incident. Okay, 63% say for sure Pelosi attack is proof. Yeah, I mean, that's not, you know. And leave it to the Republicans to see, like, her husband gets attacked and they're like, oh, well, he was his fault somehow. (laughs) Hi, Toby. You're not going to bite me, are you? Come on, dude. Don't fucking. It must be 1230. (laughs) Does somebody want some lunch? Well, I turned off the 1230 feeding because you weren't eating all your dry food and it was just sitting there all afternoon. So I assume... Do you still have breakfast in your bowl? Because you should go finish that off first. Yeah. This is so funny. It's like clockwork. He shows up 12.30 every day. He shows up in my room. Whatever I'm doing, he hops on the bed. I'm usually at my desk doing work or I'm on a call or something. But this cat jumps up on the bed and he's purring as you could hear. And it's, yeah, he's just a manipulative little bastard. And it works too. Cuz he just wants he's he wants food, but he doesn't he wants the soft food, the wet food, whatever you call it, the mush, the tuna, the shrimp, the pate. He wants it all. Um What was I talking about? I was reading TMZ polls. Anyway, I just I don't know. Obviously, I have a very low opinion of uh I don't know. Everybody. Um, anyways, yeah, Kanye West is a piece of shit. Uh, sometimes people are just fucking pieces of shit. Well, it's his mental illness. You know how many mentally ill people there are? Like, most people are mentally ill in some way, shape, or form. A lot of people are severely mentally ill. But that doesn't just make them all racists and anti-Semites and, you know, all that stuff. Like, <laughs> you, you, you can sometimes just be evil. Sometimes people are just fucking assholes. <sighs> anyway, I've already forgotten what I was talking about. Oh yeah, so uh so in 6th grade, uh I was invited by Shimo to go out and you know, go like bombing as as he would say. 
you know, eggs, toilet paper, the whole thing, which I thought like, God, I just, so now I have to get like a backpack or I have to, what am I, am I going to hide stuff in my trick or treating thing? And it's going to be eggs. I'm just like, I'm going to throw eggs. Like that doesn't like, then I'm going to get, I knew I said, well, then what if I get egg on me? That sounds shitty. And I said, all right, well, uh, yeah, that sounds fun. I'll do that. And, uh, and I remember mentioning to my dad and obviously his response was absolutely not ever. No, never. uh, uh, No. And I said, ah, come on. It's like all my friends, you know, we're just going to go and go around the old, the old, it was in our old neighborhood, I believe. And, uh, and then, uh, yeah, my dad again said, no. And then, uh, and that would have been fine. Just a, just a hard no was, was enough. Um, Post Malone gender reveal. Come on, dude. Come on, man. Why are people, oh my God, he's fucking gender reveal. Anyway, uh, so I said to, you know, I asked my dad, come on, can I go, please? I just, it's not, I'm not going to get hurt. I'm not going to get in trouble. It's just like silliness. He said, no, I'm not letting you, I'm not, I'm not doing it. Um, and I get that. I, I wouldn't, wouldn't likely be letting my kids do that either. Uh, (laughs) but that, and that would have just been the end of it and that would have been fine. But instead, my dad, <laughs> my dad came up with the idea. He said, "How about this? Instead of uh, going out and doing all that stuff, I've got a good idea. Why don't you invite all your friends to come over, and we'll watch scary movies?" And I just kind of was like, "Yeah." Like, can I just, can this just be done and I don't have to invite anybody over because, like, can we just, can we just skip the part where I have to awkwardly mention this to people who absolutely are going to say no to that idea? And then I have to, like, explain, you know. He's like, no, call, he goes, call Shimo right now and tell him you'd like to have him and all the fellas over and we'll watch scary movies. I said, okay, like what kind of what kind of scary movies? I don't know. Well, I mean, nothing, nothing too bad. Not uh, Jason and Freddy and that stuff. Like, okay, <laughs> like so what? Like uh, Beetlejuice or something? Or <laughs> like, there's not. You're kind of taking away some of the. Okay, all right, all right. Can I just not? Can you just not? Can you save me from having to? do a thing that we already know the outcome of nope get on the phone call him right now i'll be i'll bet you'll be surprised johnny you'll be surprised and we'll have everybody and we'll have uh, popcorn and uh, have candy and uh, you know all that and like it's a very sweet idea it's a very nice you know it's very it's just a you know one of those nice things he was just trying to trying to come up with something but i knew the outcome <sighs> and so i had to so i had to call <laughs> with my dad sitting there and like hey joe uh so i can't go out with you guys but hey 
and I had to pitch it as though it was my idea. I was like, hey, I've got an idea for you guys. How's about on Halloween night, instead of all the eggs and shaving cream and toilet paper and so forth, uh, how about you and the fellas all come over here and we'll watch some scary movies? And, like, before I think the sentence was even done, it's like, no, no, not going to do, no thanks. No, I don't want to do that. Or uh, nobody's going to want to do that. And I said, yeah. I said, I know. But I just had the idea, just me, myself, and I had this idea to call and pitch to you uh, the thought of just watching scary movies. Instead of the thing that you really want to do. <laughs> no, no, we're still just going to go and do the, the, the original plan. But, yeah, have fun watching the, the scary movies by yourself. Said, okay. All right. Well, pal, I guess I thought I'd just call and just hit you with that, with that uh, very original idea that I had. Uh, okay, I guess it's just, uh, I guess it's a no then. I guess there's no way for me to twist your arm. Oh, well, that's too bad. Okay, bye. And I said, yeah, he's not interested. My dad's like, ah, oh, well, I can't. You ask him again. Maybe he'll, you know, he just needs some time to think about it, and they'll come over. I'm like, okay. Okay. Or, or can we just be done with the whole thing? I asked to go out. You said no, and that's it. That's enough. Don't need to have a party of watching scary movies, and you know we're we're good, we're good, we're good. So, <laughs> yeah, that was the end. Of, that was like officially the end of Halloween for me. That was it. It was like, all right, well, my my sister's trick or treating with her friends. My friends are doing things that I'm not allowed to partake in. Uh, okay. That'll be, I guess that's it. I guess I'm retired from Halloween. I'm so fucking tired right now. I need a goddamn nap. I'm dying. I really am dying. Uh, So uh, the weekend was good. I don't think I talked. I don't know. I don't know if I talked about that. Friday night, uh, we we left promptly at 5 o'clock. Because we had dinner reservations at 6.45 in Boston. And I knew if we didn't leave right at 5 o'clock, we we were risking not making it in time for our reservation. And it was a birthday dinner for the 13-year-old. And I, you know, we we do nice birthday dinners. Uh... We've been doing the the Gibbet Hill Grill birthday dinner for my wife since we moved here. Uh, Since 2016, May of 2016 was her first birthday uh, here. And that was our first trip to the Gibbet Hill Grill. And it was amazing. And so we've done that every year with, I guess, the exception of 2020, the pandemic. Um. And then we now we've started to do it two times a year because the youngest daughter, uh, the youngest child, my daughter, uh, has uh, you know developed a, a taste for for the finer things as well. So we go there and have nice uh, steaks and all, or order like every appetizer, and it's it's just great, 
great country setting. Very nice. Oh my god, stop yawning. But uh for the for the thirteen year old, I took the liberty of making reservations at a at a, a different grill. Uh the grill twenty three in uh, in Boston. Right over by, uh, right across the street, basically from Hancock Tower, you know, just up from, you know, the Back Bay area, Copley Square, uh, you know, that, that whole crap. Um, and it took us, it took about an hour and 15 to get there. And I'm very fortunate because I always seem to be able to find parking. Uh, on the street in that area, which is great because I think everybody has left to go home from work. And so not as many people are looking for spaces so much as looking to get the hell out of there and go home. Although it's only, it's within a few blocks of this very large, very busy, very popular restaurant, Grill 23. And I thought, man, I, I'm I'm kind of shocked that there are any empty spaces here considering how many of these restaurants have people in them lots and lots of people and i thought too like man uh, i mean maybe i mean it's entirely possible that people are leaving work and going right there so they're parked elsewhere or i know there's a i think like uh one of the garages nearby it's the Arlington T stop, so you could take the green line pretty easily and get to that grill. You could uh, they validate parking for the the garage that's right nearby. So I get it. Um, but man, I'm just I'm always looking for that street <laughs> metered parking. And the closer to eight o'clock you can arrive, the less you'll have to pay because it's free parking after after eight o'clock. They don't charge you. Uh, so usually, if I get there five, six, six thirty, it's maybe you know ninety minutes to two hours worth of uh, of parking. It's like five, six bucks maybe. I think in this case it was I don't know three dollars probably. It's great. And we got there and we did. We found a, a spot just a, a block or two up the road and uh, right out front of the uh, Fire and Ice rest, restaurant. Uh, and we walked in and I had I, I just had like some nice pants on and, uh, and a quarter zip and a button-down shirt. And everybody, you know, it's business casual. And everybody else pretty much dressed the same. My wife started to get nervous because she has this adorable sweater on with pumpkins and dark colored jeans, but they're nice jeans. They're not like, you know, they're not whatever. They're just not, they're nice. And she was like, I'm, I'm going to be underdressed. I'm going to be, I'm like, everybody's fine. As long as, as long as our money is green, that's about all that really matters. If I'm being very honest, you know, we're not showing up like in our undies. Uh, you think we'll be okay. Uh, but then I walk through the door, and the first person I see is the is the you know the Mater D, and he's got the nice suit and tie on, and I all I can see are the you know, some employees with like nice suits and ties, and I said, "Oh fuck, did I read it wrong? Am I supposed to be in a shirt and tie, suit and tie?" Um, but no, that's just their dress code for their people. Oh god damn it! Um. 
So, I have to stand up. I'm, I'm so tired that I'm lying down, but that just makes me yawn. So, uh, so then as they were leading us to the table, I saw, you know, there's people in like hooded sweatshirts and, you know, it's, it's, some people are dressed up. Most people are dressed like, like the rest of us. It's all good. Um, who the fuck is this? Oh yeah, no, I don't care. Um, anyways, so, uh, so we get up to our table and this this restaurant is just sprawling. It just goes way, way back up up the stairs and all the way back. And then we're kind of laughing like, oh, I think they're putting us in like the asshole section. Like the <laughs> like we're going back to the what is this? Are we going to the poor people's section? Where what is this? We're not dressed up enough. And then so you're just sticking us in a broom closet somewhere. No, they just it's such a popular place that, yeah, it's hard to get a reservation. When you do, you're going to be in, like, the overflow section if you don't book early enough. I booked this thing, like, two months ago, and 645 was the best I could get. So that's okay. So we sat in it. But, it was, you know, it was just as nice as any other room. The food's the same <laughs> no matter where you're sitting. I was worried, though, for a second, like, oh, my God, we're going to sit in, like, a storage closet or something. They're going to lock us in, like, with the the cleaning supplies or something. Um, no, it was just a nice room with lots of other people having nice dinners just like we were. So, uh, yeah, but the food, the food was just unfucking believable. Uh, <laughs> the 13 year old got a baked lobster, like a two and a half pound, uh, I think was the size of it, baked lobster. And you can have the option to have them, you know, kind of crack it open and everything, which they did. So that's saved some of the some of the work for the thirteen year old. Uh, and they scarfed it down. They enjoyed every bite of that lobster. Uh, the wife and I had some lobster bisque that was really good. Uh, the, uh, the wife had meatloaf, which was like so unbelievable, like almost didn't even taste like meatloaf. It was just, I, I mean, I'm pretty sure, we were both pretty sure there was veal in there, too, because it was something tasted just so, like, tender and very veal-y. And, uh, yeah, but either way, oh, my God, it's just f- phenomenal. I had a piece of beef, some, you know, Japanese thing that's fed with the finest of, I don't know, I think they feed the mother top, grade beef cows i don't know and they feed them for like a a hundred days i don't know what the hell it is they it's it's a whole thing and uh and they and it was um yeah i mean quite literally melt in your mouth like you you know the waiter said you gotta let the the fat uh, juices uh, whatever i don't remember because i have fucking adhd and i can't remember a fucking thing that anybody tells me but either way you put the meat in your mouth and it tastes good that's the point <sighs> and it did it was so delicious oh my god it was so, so delicious and then we got i had a piece of, i had a giant piece of coconut cake for dessert and the 13 year old had an ice cream a hot fudge sundae or something like that and the youngest had a chocolate layer cake. 
and the wife didn't order anything because she was full, but you know she took some nibbles from from the rest of us, and uh, it was good. It was a really nice time, just a great, great meal. Uh, the kids were really happy. The thirteen year old was very, very happy. The kids love eating at the nice, fancy restaurants. Who doesn't? Um, that was great. Very, very nice. Saturday, did a bunch of cleaning, whatever. Taking stuff to... Oh, we took all our bunch of stuff to the storage unit because uh, my 13-year-old has been taking drum lessons for the last few months and only has like the little practice, just like a little pad, little drum pad to practice on, which is fine for the first, uh, you know, month or so. But then you realize like, okay, I got to actually like play something if I'm going to practice. So we got the kid a nice, a nice drum kit, uh, seven piece made by somebody. I don't know. Sawtooth, a sawtooth, uh, drum set. And we got the, my parents got the mute pads so that, you know. Anyway. Yeah, I'm really good at the drums, as you can hear. So, yes, we we spent Saturday cleaning uh, a spot uh, space in the, in their bedroom. And taking stuff out of the storage unit, and uh, and then Sunday spent a good couple of hours setting up the whole drum thing, and and it was really nice because yeah, I set it up. It was late on Sunday by the time I got the rest of the stuff over to the storage unit, and uh, and got the drums set up. So there wasn't a lot of time, and we didn't have the the mute pads put on yet. So then yesterday after school, after work, we threw the, the wife, uh, put the mute pads on and, uh, and then the kids said, cause that was the main thing is, is my 13 year old didn't want to be a disturbance and just sit there playing the drums. Uh, then hopefully sooner than later, we'll be in a house with right, like garage, basement, some kind of far off space where the kid can just practice at any volume and not worry about other neighbors or if I'm working or what have you. Um, but for now, we got to do the mute pads. So the kid didn't really do much on the drums Sunday night because it was late and it was kind of loud. But then yesterday after school, he put those mute pads on uh, and the kid had a drum lesson. It was a makeup lesson for one that they missed a few weeks ago. And uh, so they get, as soon as they got home from the drum lesson... Uh, we got those mute pads on there before we went out for tricks or treats. Uh, yeah, the kiddo sat down, and uh, and it was uh, it was just so nice because we were sitting there and I was watching this kid. It's the first time I've seen him play the drums because I haven't been able to go to any of their practices or anything or lessons. Um, and there's no up until a few days ago there have been no drums for them to practice on here. Uh, so now there are, and I got to hear this kid play and I thought, oh my God, that's really good. I had no idea. I figured they were still just like very much just, you know, I don't know, still learning how to hold the drumsticks or something like that. So to see them actually sit and like really look like a drummer and play some, you know, 
I can't, but it was really good. And the kid was super excited and, uh, and just, you know, I was just kind of standing there and, and, uh, yeah, they got up and, and just came over and gave me a big hug and said, I'm so happy. This is so awesome. I didn't know that I would be this excited and this happy to have my own drums. And I'm so psyched. And that was really cool. I said, well, good. That's great. Get me my money's worth out of these drums and become a big time uh, rock and roll drummer, big time star. And uh, so I can go to all your concerts and be that uh, the old guy, (laughs) the old people at the concert where the youngsters would look and be like, oh, it must be the parents of somebody in the band, (laughs) which is which I always assume is what people think of me. Anyways, when I go to concerts, but um, <laughs> yeah, so so that's cool. The, the drum set is really good, and, uh, and then I got the kid. Uh, we, <laughs> we got the kid a Swiss Army knife because they they wanted a knife. I think they really, I think they really wanted more like a switchblade. <laughs> and I said, "Why the fuck do you?" No, but I'm instead I'm going to get you an equally as dangerous a knife, but one that is more family friendly. Has a is a family friendly brand like Swiss Army. <laughs> anyway, uh, so they're they're happy about that. So yeah, a Swiss Army knife and some drums. What more? And a nice uh, lobster dinner. What more could you ask for? Oh, this other thing. I'll tell you what more. How about a trip to Witch's Woods at Nashoba, Nashoba Valley Ski Area, in Westford, Massachusetts. Uh, where my child has, I mean, that's where they learned to ski over the last, whatever, five years or so. And uh, every year before skiing season in the fall, they turn the place into the witch's woods. And they set up, they have carnival rides and carnival games and food. And the restaurant has, a you know, the fun Halloween themes and everything and the lights and decorations. And then they have a few different haunted attractions. They have a clown-themed uh, haunted house. And they have a... What the hell else do they have? They have they had a haunted castle. It's like a medieval castle with, like, you know, haunted shit. And they had a vampire forest... And they had a haunted hayride. And uh, so the first thing we did was the clown house because that was right by the entrance. And I guess we got there so early that I started walking towards the entrance and the girl said, oh, we're not open. The ride's not open or the haunted house isn't open yet. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, our ticket's for 6.15 and it's uh, 6.15-ish. Okay. So we stood and waited and then, you know, it was really it was really fun because then all the people kept walking up, like seeing us just standing there like we're just fucking scratching our asses and just kept walking past us to get to the clown house. And the first people, I was like, oh, they're not open yet. Oh, really? Oh, OK. And then this and then after that, I'm like, I don't fucking work here. And so I would just let everybody walk through and find out that it wasn't open and then come back and be like, oh, are you in line? Yeah, dumb fuck. Uh, And then it was kind of nice because 
these two ladies, uh, two very New Englandy, Karen esque ladies, uh, with their kids came up and just started walking past us into the thing, and and their son of all people, this little boy was like, "Ah, uh, mom, ever heard of a line?" And then she turns around and sees us standing there, and she's like, "Oh, are you guys in line?" And I'm like, no, we're just, I'm just standing here, you know, shitting myself. Yes, I'm in line. Oh, okay. Oh, I don't know. They're not open yet? I'm like, no. Do you see anybody in there? Fucking genius. So, uh, anyways. But eventually we went in, we had our 3D glasses, and it was fun. And it's nice because they're not allowed to touch you, so I know that, like, that's my big thing. I don't want anybody touching me. Last time I went to a haunted house was about 12 years ago. And they're grabbing you and groping you. And it's like, okay, no, no, no. <laughs> no, please. So this one was good because uh, they gave you 3D glasses and they had 3D paint and stuff on the walls, which really added an extra element of of fun and creepiness to it. That was really cool. And, you know, it's nice because some of the stuff is just like a decoration some of the stuff is a real person. It's hard to tell until one of them like just yells and you know runs after you and I thought that was awesome. So uh so the clown house was good, a little short, but it was good. It was creepy, very creepy. Uh and then after that we headed towards the uh towards the other end of the place and we did uh we did the hayride next. Yes, we did the hayride. That was a very long wait. And it was probably half of the length of the normal wait because we were still pretty early. So I can't even imagine how long the longest wait would have been to get on the hayride. Uh, but the hayride was good. You know, tractors pulling the big uh, wooden, you know, bench type thing. And uh, it's nice because you could sit on the left side or the right side and you're going to get the same stuff no matter what. But I feel like we chose the the good side because the right side was where that was where like all the stuff was. So like if you sat on the left side, I don't know what they were looking at on the left side. It didn't look like there was too much. But on the right side is where they had like the spooky church and the graveyard and all that stuff. So I feel like we picked the I feel like we picked the right the correct side, I should say. Um, but it was really good. The creepy, you know, witch girl doing the, doing the narration and, uh, and here's the, the forest leads to the cannibal encampment. With I don't know. I don't remember any of it, but it was really good. Um, it was really spooky, you know, and they get the guy that, you know, the chainsaw with the chain taken off and, um, and the, the you know the spooky whatever you know jumping out of the woods and everything all the ghouls and stuff and the guy you know with the shovel hitting the shovel against the pavement and sparks flying and yeah it was good it was good i still feel like i don't know the the double m haunted hayride back in malta new york my childhood hayride the last haunted hayride that I went on, I think in 2010, uh, I just, I, I don't know. Maybe that just has a special place in my heart. Maybe it's not 
any better or any worse than the one we went on on Saturday because the one we went on Saturday was really good. Uh, oh, Steve Nash is gone from the uh, as the coach of the of the Nets. Okay, all right. Um, hey Tobes, oh you're so soft, you're so soft. Anyways. Yeah, we had a good time on the hayride. Very good, very fun. Uh, the only the thing that was scariest to me it was so goddamn cold on Saturday. You know, it didn't get it didn't warm up until Sunday. Uh, Saturday, I don't think got out of the fifties. It felt exactly like late October should feel, and it was. Boy, it was about 40 degrees by the time we were on this hayride. It was cold, man. I almost wear fucking shorts and Crocs to this thing. I can't believe. At the last minute, I just kind of said, that might not be a great idea. (laughs) I'm thinking I should probably wear jeans and socks and maybe bring some gloves and a hooded sweat. And I'm glad I didn't. I was still cold. And uh, so, yeah. So... Jesus, I mean, the two and five start and Steve Nash is already, I mean, just like that, he's gone, he's done. All right, fine. <laughs> Whatever. Um, always, always starts with the coach. Anyway, uh, yeah, so that was good. The only thing that really terrified me, though, was the guy, the guys with the chainsaws just had like overalls. And no other clothing on, I mean, you know, no, and I thought, ooh, because everybody else was, you know, wearing a costume. I'm sure they were still cold, but this guy with his with a chainsaw and stuff and no shirt and just overalls. And I thought, ooh, oh, you're going to catch cold out here. You're going to get pneumonia. Uh, <laughs> so we finished that and then we went to the Vampire Woods. And that was probably my favorite. It just because the atmosphere was so perfectly Halloween creepy because it was, you know, also outside. They had the the woods set up with, you know, and they had some not a lot of light. It was pretty dark, but the light that they did have was nice and, you know, creepy, you know, different uh, colors and stuff. Um, And there wasn't much of it, but it was it was good and creepy. And you just didn't know where these vampires were going to show up. And 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 it ended up not being all that scary because I think we were just in the right position uh, that the group ahead of us was kind of getting the the scares, the jump scares, and we were far enough behind that I, I think a lot of the vampires were, you know, getting back to their mark, <laughs> getting back to their position for the next group. So we we never really got a lot of, you know, jumping out and scaring, but there were, I mean coffins rocking and lots of tombstones and it was just so good it was so like i feel like it was the most uh detailed i guess i i don't know um it was just great i wish i i wish i could have done the vampire thing you know they give you they give you your ticket and every attraction has a different colored marker that when you go through the the person at the you know at the gate puts an x or something on your ticket so you know you've been there and you can't go back um but we also had two extra tickets because my youngest uh got very very scared before even going on any of these things and so the wife and the 11 year old sat in the car 
the whole time, <laughs> unfortunately. And, uh, yeah, which is a bummer, but, uh, we could have used those, t- <laughs> we could have taken those tickets and gone back through one more time through each of the attractions, but we would have been there. We'd probably still be there waiting in line. Um, yeah, the vampire forest was just great though. Cause it's, there's a lot of that. It's so dark that you really can't tell which one is a, which one is an actor and which is just a, a statue or a, or a prop or something. Um, and then you go through, uh, there's a little bit of a spot with, a with, with walls, uh, kind of, you know, you're in the, you're in the woods the whole time and then you go in and then they have, I mean, these look like animatronics from like right out of like the Francis Ford Coppola, you know, the 1992 uh, Dracula film, Bram Stoker's Dracula, Gary Oldman. Uh, they had like the, you know, the big like bat in the coffin kind of vampire and some hanging bat vampires and, a, you know, and then a Nosferatu looking vampire and all this cool stuff. And uh, and I think right before you went in there was a long <laughs> – it was just a long straightaway on a little, like, bridge that was still out in the woods. And it's very dark. And all you can really see are just dozens and dozens of cloaked figures standing there. And you know most of them are not people, but you know somewhere in there – there's some people and that was fucking scary that was wonderfully terrifying but in the best possible way like i just i wanted it to just go on forever cuz it was just you know right out of the the movie where the person's you know hiding in the in the weird uh, room with all the mannequins but one of them is michael myers <laughs> so oh, oh just petting you just petting you tobes just petting you. Yeah, he's, he's going to bite me. Uh, so that was great. That was really scary. And then at the end of the vampire thing, uh, as we were going past the animatronic vampire bats that looked like they were from Bram Stoker's Dracula, uh, then the final one last little uh, corridor that we turned around. <laughs> and... Uh, <laughs> Yeah, one last little corridor. I, I turn around and then there was a girl, a uh, vampire, who jumped out of nowhere. And I, I was like, I just said, I was like, oh, fuck. And I, I flew backwards like into the wall. And my 13-year-old was like, Jesus, get a grip on yourself. And then we, le- and we left. So I fell into the wall and I was like yelling the F word. And then we left, and uh, and my thirteen year old pulled me aside, and I, th- I said, "Oh my god, that was that was a little embarrassing, huh?" Like, yeah. <laughs> and then said, "Like, yeah, the the girl broke char- broke character and was was giggling, was laughing <laughs> at you flying into the wall and screaming, oh, fuck.'" And I said, "Yeah, I I believe that." Uh, and then we went into the haunted castle which was kind of short. That was a bummer because the line for that was really long. And then the attraction itself was good. But, uh, yeah, I think I was just kind of ready to be done at that point. You know, that was the last one, and it was like, all right, it's enough. Let's go home. 
you know, we went through and it was, yeah, creepy castle dwelling ghouls and, you know, tables with like potions and, and human meat and all that stuff. Like, oh, Jujitus for dinner. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I think I made some dumb jazz. I, I said, what does that book say? The Joy of Cooking Millhouse. Anyway, uh, <laughs> it was fine. It was good. It was very short, though. Uh, the shitty thing about that is we were, you know, we were getting in line and we were walking up to the queue and a couple of boys got in line and then there were these a few boys behind us that I could tell they were with. And I said, you guys can go ahead. And they're like, no, no, it's okay. I'm like, no, no, you can go ahead. It's fine. Catch up to your pals. Like, okay. They're like, oh, gee, thanks, mister. And uh, yeah, no worries. It's all good. Um, and then while we were waiting in line, these fucking kids who I let go in front of us, they're all together and they're all doing trust falls in the line. And they're not doing like, they're doing trust falls and then like pushing each other and shoving into each other. And I'm standing right there and I'm like, if one of these fucking fuck face kids gets pushed into me in any way, if there's any physical contact, I'm going to lose my shit. And the only reason that I wasn't saying anything to these kids is because I know what it's like when I was like 12, 13 and we'd be out in public and there'd be other, you know, at a theme park or something, and there'd be other kids horsing around, and my dad would start yelling at them, and I would just be so, <laughs> I would just be so embarrassed. So I didn't want to do that to my kid. Uh, but then they were doing their fucking trust falls and pushing each other, and one of the kids got pushed not into me, but he stepped on my foot, and and I said, hey. And nobody responded. And I said, hey. I said, yo, enough. Knock that shit off right now. Or you are going to have to trust fall me and my 230-pound ass. And all of those kids just stopped (laughs) with their mouths wide open just staring at me like, what? Was this fucking guy serious? And I said, yeah. I said, knock that shit off right now. It's enough. And I felt bad because sure enough, when I the first time I said, I said, yo, guys. And I was trying to be cool. Like, yo, guys. I was going to be like, just do one of those like, yo, guys, can you knock that off? It's really, it's enough. But the fact that nobody responded to me the first when I said, yo, guys, and nobody did anything. And even when I said, yo, guys, <laughs> my kid was kind of like, Kind of tugged on my arm like, like dad, dad, don't, don't. I'm like, no, no, it's okay, it's okay. Uh, and they didn't respond. And then I was like, I was like, yo, cut the shit. <laughs> and I thought, that, then I realized their fucking dad was with them the whole time. Because there was this guy who was way ahead of them, not paying any attention to anything they were doing and not giving two fucks about anything that they were doing. And I just assumed he wasn't with them because he would occasionally turn around and just kind of like look at what they were doing and sort of smile and chuckle. And I thought, okay, he's getting annoyed by it. And then I realized, no, he's with, he's fucking, he's their adult. What is with these piece of shit fucking asshole? That's why all the kids are pieces of shit is because all the adults are pieces of shit. 
Fucking teach your kids how to goddamn behave. Seriously. Like, I guess I'm spoiled because my kids are so well-behaved, like, anywhere. Because I wouldn't accept anything but that because I don't want to deal with fucking silliness. So when I see other kids who are doing the opposite of what I want to happen, I fucking lose my shit. And it's probably because early on I lost my shit at my kids being goofballs and they didn't want to hear that. So they stopped. (laughs) I don't know. No, it's not real. They're just good kids. But also, you know, at some point, uh, if you do have children, you actually, as a parent, you do have to parent them once in a while. Or you should. I know not everybody subscribes to that philosophy, clearly, as I've seen from most of these fucking asshole kids. Um, but yeah, these, these dudes, like one guy stepped on my foot and I fucking lost it. And I said, knock that shit off. And then the fact that the dad was just up there and he didn't, uh, gosh, he just didn't care, but he was, you know, cause he was with those, he was with the kids. It's ridiculous. So then we get up to the front of the line and, you know, she's like, how many in your group? And these kids are, you know, eight or whatever the hell it was. And then I was like, how many do you guys have Two? Okay. You guys can be in this group. And then the, and then the guy and the girl behind us who were like my age, um, I heard the girl like, oh yeah, you guys will be in the, in the next group to go if that's okay. And they're like, yeah, that's more than okay. And then I turned around and I said, actually, can I be in this next group too? <laughs> and, uh, and she's like, yeah, absolutely. And the guy behind me was like, yeah, I, I get it, man. He's like, thank you for saying something. He's like, I, he's like, I was having a hard time myself. Not say-. I said, yeah. I said, honestly, I didn't want to embarrass my kid and the whole thing. But uh, I said, I, I couldn't stand these little fuckers, you know, doing what they were doing. He's like, yeah. He's like, you know, I get it. Kids are being kids. I'm like, not enough with that kids are being kids. That's why kids are like that because we just say, oh, that's just what kids do. No, it's it doesn't actually have to be what kids do. If you fucking tell them not to do that shit, they won't do it. But everybody's a fucking maniac. And so that's why kids are maniacs. Mm. Mm-mm-mm. Uh, yeah, but it was a good time. I mean, and then and then it's so funny. Then after I yelled at the kids uh, in front of me, I could hear they were like kind of talking. Like, they're like, man, he's like that that guy was pissed. And I'm like, you know that we're still in line. I'm still like two feet behind you. I can hear you, and I'm still pissed. So if you're gonna fucking talk about me like I'm not here, you are gonna get punched in the face by my fist that's going to pretend that you're not there and say, whoops, I was stretching. I didn't know you guys were there. Anyway, (laughs) it was all fine. And then the best part was when we came out of that haunted house, the castle, those kids were all waiting there at the exit because they had another person in their group who had fallen behind and they were waiting for them to like jump out and scare that person. And so they thought that was going to be the next person to exit, but it was us. And so they jumped out and they're like, ah, and I was like, fuck off. <laughs> and then I looked back and, and then the other kid that they were with came out and they were like, yeah, because they, they jumped out at me and they're like, oh, shit. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, oh, shit. 
And then the person behind me who was with them came out. And then they're like, ah, it was much less of a scare. Uh, but anyways, that was, that was a small thing. It was a whatever. I wore shoes specifically designed to be stepped on because I knew, like, I don't know. It's New England, which is filled with fucking assholes. And it's a big Halloween, you know, haunted thing, which is really going to be filled with assholes. So it's like the assholes of the assholes are going to be. And frankly, that wasn't really the case. It was actually very pleasant. Like, I was on the hayride and this mom and daughter were next to me and we were, you know, joking around because they said, don't punch or kick the actors. And the mom's feet were like kind of going out every time somebody would jump out her her legs would stick out. I'd be like, don't kick the actors. We're all going to get kicked off this thing. She's like, I'm trying. She's like, I can't. My feet have a mind of their own. I'm like, well, you got to keep it under control, lady, because we're going to, you know, it was just good, good fun. And then somebody jumped out at me and I screamed and I, my feet went flying up in the air. And she's like, well, you're going to start kicking people now? So, it was, you know, it was all all very, very pleasant. Everybody was super nice. Everybody was really good. Uh, and then just these, you know, doofus kids uh, <laughs> in that one line on the very last attraction. But it was all good. It was a lot of fun. I can't wait to do it next year. And hopefully my youngest will be. Uh, willing and ready and able to do it as well. We'll see. Oh my God, two hours! All right, you're done listening to me. You've probably you're probably not listening at this point, anyways. Uh, yeah, that's enough, right? Time to go. All right. Um. So yeah, that was Halloween. That was the Halloween weekend. The final few days of October were were really good. Really, really good. I. Uh, it's November now, and it feels like November, because November, I don't know, you know, people say that August is just one long Sunday, <laughs> it's like a month-long Sunday, which unfortunately, like, I completely get what that means, and I completely agree with that, and, you know, I guess in that regard, it's like, well, does that make September just one long Monday? Maybe. But to me, for some reason, November, November just feels like a Monday. November feels like a month-long Monday. Like, I guess, you know, December almost feels like a, a month-long. December feels like the first, the first few weeks of December are, are like, a, like a Wednesday or a Thursday. And then, or the first, uh, the first few days of December, I should say, feel like maybe a Thursday. And then by about, you know, the second week or so, it just, December just all kind of feels like a Friday. Because people start, people stop having like meetings at work because too many people are already on vacation and you know that whole thing. So it's all good, um, yeah. But November, I don't know, and that's weird too because November has like a big holiday and days off. You know, I'm gonna have, I'm gonna have fucking two weeks off. This I should be thrilled about November. I've already told you the shit that's going on. I mean, I'm got, you know, stuff going on. I got two big live wrestling shows to go to and uh a fun a Veterans Day parade. I get to see my kiddo marching in a parade and we've got uh, you know, Thanksgiving. Uh I've got a few days off coming up. Um I don't know. There's just fun stuff. William Shatner. I get to my autograph and a photo taken with William Shatner. 
and go on a Star Trek tour again, which I really don't care about because it was only just a couple months ago that I <laughs> that I went on the last one. Um, but it's still fun. Fucking love Star Trek. Uh, I feel like I feel like soon, as I mean, it doesn't show any signs of getting cold anytime soon. Um, this whole week is just going to get warmer. It's like the end of last week was like felt felt like late October, early November, and now, uh, <laughs> as I said, I mean Sunday was in the sixties, windows open. Monday was in the sixties, humid, almost like too too hot. <laughs> uh, today's rainy, but it's humid and warm. Uh, it's going to be in the sixties the rest of the week, and then on the weekend it's going to be in the seventies. Like Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, I think all are going to be at least 70, um, which is okay with me. I'm not, I'm still not quite ready to be cold yet. We've had a few, a few tastes of very cold days and I will be happy when they do arrive, but I'm okay for them to take a little bit longer to get here. And, uh, I feel like once they do, I might, that might be when I get to be kind of maybe in the mood to watch some of the shows that I haven't really gotten into. Like maybe I'll give that dragon, uh, game of Thrones new thing. Another chance. I watched the first episode and was just like, okay, it's just more game of Thrones. I don't really need this right now. And maybe I'll try out the Lord of the Rings show. I don't know. That doesn't seem that great either, quite honestly. Um, you know what I've been watching? Succession. Again, I think this is like my seventh, sixth, seventh uh, viewing of the entire se- <laughs> And it's better than anything that I haven't seen yet. Because I'll, I'll go and watch something new and then I'll say, eh, I wish it was Succession. We did watch The Patient on Hulu, on FX, with Steve Carell. And that uh, Brendan Gleeson's kid, Domagnol, 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 whatever the fuck his name is. He's, uh, you know, uh, Bill Weasley in the Potter movies. He's uh, Hux. He's a General Hux from the new Star Wars things. Uh, you know, he's in a lot of stuff. And he's uh, he's a little... Uh, murderous little psychopath in this one and Steve Carell is a therapist who gets kidnapped and chained to the bed in his basement and uh, yeah it's very good very good over the weekend we watched Pearl have I mentioned that already I might have Uh, I really liked X and Pearl is the origin story of Pearl but I gotta tell you you can't go into Pearl expecting X. You have to go into Pearl just, it's a totally, it's not like X. I mean, X is just like, you know, the 20 somethings rent a, a, a barn in a farm area thing, uh, rent somebody's farm to make a porno. And then the, and then the slasher stuff happens. And Pearl is not that, but it is so well done. It's so beautifully shot. It's so well acted. It's, but it's not a horror movie. I mean, yeah, there's, there's, you know, murdery parts, 
but there's nothing particularly scary about it. So it's not, it's not the same as X, but it's really good. And I hope that this means that Mia Goth is going to be playing Pearl for a long time to come. And they're going to have, you know, I'm hoping that X was just like, that was the final thing, even though it was the first movie with Pearl in it. I'm hoping that now that we've seen young Pearl becoming (laughs) evil Pearl, uh, I hope that means that we'll have more movies with Pearl, uh, you know, doing doing her dastardly things. So, anyway, that was really good. I'll tell you what I liked was Barbarian. We watched that over the weekend, too. I thought that was great. I didn't know what to expect. And, uh, yeah. Because it's got the kid who plays, the Skarsgård kid who plays Pennywise. And you're like, uh-oh, well, he's up to no good. But there's, you know, great uh, twists and things. So, yeah, that's, that's what we've been watching, I guess. Tried to watch that Marlon Wayans Halloween movie with the girl from Stranger Things. Uh, and it was uh, the girl who plays Erica. You can't spell America without Erica. Um, and that's, you know, seems to be along the lines of like a Hubie Halloween, just not as a Hubie Halloween is just for fucking morons. I don't under, I just can't, I can't finish these Adam Sandler piece of shit movies. But, uh, anyway, the thing with the Wayans, uh, guy, this seems all right so far. We just, I don't think the kids were all that into it. Anyway, that's what we're watching. Halloween's over. Still love watching the scary movies. I'm hoping that Smile comes out on uh, streaming soon because that's the one I really want to see. Uh, but anyways, and we got some stuff in the queue on Shudder. Uh, we watched a terrible movie on Hulu with, uh, what's her name, Sydney Sweeney. It's basically just like, it's just The Exorcist, but like, go watch The Exorcist. Why are you trying to just do your own version of The Exorcist? Go watch The Regular Exorcist. Anyway, I forgot the name of it, but it stunk. Uh, Okay, that's it. It's been over two hours. I'm going to go. Thanks for listening. Hope you had a great Halloween. Hope you had a great weekend. And we'll talk football on the next version of the podcast with Week 9 Picks. Until next time, this is Johnny Boy saying so long, everybody. Later, Gators.